The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's a very short but dramatic scene that we have here in today's Gospel. The first little detail that we need to pay attention to is the fact that she's a Canaanite woman, which is to say she's a foreigner. That word foreigner came out in our first reading. But one of the things about Jesus, the Messiah, is that he came to gather all of God's children back into the Father's house, into the kingdom of God. So that was one of the things that was rather scandalous for the disciples here today. They were ready to dismiss her. In fact, it says very explicitly that they requested that Jesus would send her away. And then Jesus, knowing her faith, it's not that Jesus wanted to give her a hard time, because he didn't. He really wanted to teach his disciples a lesson. Precisely the lesson that he came to save everybody. That nobody was to be excluded from the salvation that he himself was offering. And on that note, let me read a number from the catechism just to highlight this. Number 589 in the catechism, it's in that first part, what we believe. And it's talking specifically here about the Son and Israel's faith in the one God and Savior. Jesus gave scandal above all when he identified his merciful conduct toward sinners with God's own attitude toward them. He went so far as to hint that by sharing the table of sinners, he was admitting them to the messianic banquet. And that upset people. But it was most especially by forgiving sins that Jesus placed the religious authorities of Israel on the horns of a dilemma. Were they not entitled to demand in consternation? Who can forgive sins but God alone? By forgiving sins, Jesus either is blaspheming as a man who made himself God's equal or is speaking the truth and his person really does make present and reveal God's name, the name of Jesus. 
who you might say is divine mercy. He is the king of mercy. And it isn't, isn't it interesting how you see people sometimes, even in our own day, religious leaders, Catholic leaders, get upset when they see the Pope or other people reaching out to others, those on the peripheries, you know, those in greatest need of God's mercy, how that can upset them sometimes. But the same thing happened to Jesus. When he was ready to welcome this foreigner, that upset his disciples. And they themselves had this pharisaical attitude or spirit operating in them. That's what we call it now because the Pharisees, the religious leaders of Jesus' time, they were the ones who got most upset when they heard Jesus was ready to forgive sins and welcome sinners to eat with him. So we we speak today of a pharisaical attitude, which is to say a self-righteous attitude, which we really have to be careful of. Because what Jesus is after is mercy. And we all benefit from God's mercy. When we say, Lord, have mercy, like we did today at the beginning of Mass, we said it three different times. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. We're basically asking God not to treat us as we deserve to be treated. Not to punish us for our sins. Not to punish us for our disobedience. Not to punish us for our selfishness. For our anger, for our greed, etc., etc. And God doesn't want to punish us. That is not his preferred way of behaving. He would much rather forgive us all and heal us and transform us. And that's what his mercy does as he shares it with us and as we receive it in faith, in humility, in hope, in gratitude, it changes us. That's his grace at work. It's his power and his presence at work in us who believe and who trust. It's it's not about deserving that mercy. We can't deserve it. There's nothing you could do to deserve his mercy. I don't care how many rosaries you pray. I don't care how much money you might give away. You could never deserve that mercy. So it's not about that. But rather, it's about believing and trusting that what Jesus said is really true. That he came not to call the righteous, but sinners. I desire mercy, he said, not sacrifice. It's not to say that we shouldn't offer sacrifice, but that in and of itself does not gain or win for us his mercy. It's a gratuitous gift, which means he gives it freely. He offers it freely and he just wants us to receive it freely in gratitude and allow it allow him to transform our hearts to change our hearts so we can have the same mind and the same heart that he has 
And as I like to say, that's the Holy Spirit's job. (laughs) And he does it well. The Holy Spirit goes to work on us and in us and through us. And so that, that song, I don't know if you guys can play it spontaneously here today, but I want to walk as a child of the light. I want to follow Jesus. That song came to me this morning in my prayer. By your being here, you're, you're implicitly saying that. By being here in church on a Sunday, you are saying by your presence, I do want to follow Jesus. I do want to walk as a child of the light. But I think it helps to explicitly say that and to offer that to the Lord as a a prayerful desire that we want him to make happen. Because we just can't do it by willing it. It's true, we need to freely choose that. But we just can't make it happen through an act of our will. It doesn't work that way. We freely choose to collaborate and to allow the Lord to work in us and with us and through us. But then at the end of the day, it is his work. It is his grace that allows us to walk as children of the light and to do the works that he did. And even greater ones, even greater ones. That's what he wants for all of us, to walk as children of the light. So let's pray for that grace today. Lord, we all want to walk as children of the light. We want to follow you. We ask you, we beg you for your mercy. And we pray that we too can be apostles of your mercy in this world. That desperately longs for mercy, for healing, for forgiveness, for reconciliation, for hope. Mother Mary, we entrust this petition to your immaculate heart and trust that indeed you will help us all walk as children of the light. Amen.